all of this multiplicity of being, every element of it, every atom of it, is illuminated by something. And that something, in my direct experience, now outshines the apparent divisions. Return here until that light, that source of light, outshines its apparent divisions. There is an eternal light behind consciousness that is your supreme source and animation, the luminosity of your own existence. And that's what I point to. What's become abundantly clear, at least in my experience, is that that light behind consciousness, that illuminates consciousness in all of this reality, outshines its appearances. All of this multiplicity of being, every element of it, every atom of it, is illuminated by something. And that something, in my direct experience, now outshines the apparent divisions. That doesn't make me disregard these divisions. In fact, I'm eternally curious about everything. Everything is just completely unexplicable. Forever mysterious and forever fresh and new. That's the direct experience of this, of self-realization, which is the realization of that light that's illuminating all of this. All of this is just that. And you and I are that. One of my favorite books is I Am That by Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj. I would say that's been one of the most important books in my journey of self-realization. One of my greatest awakenings happened while reading I Am That for the second time. I should show you the book because it's underlined and has asterisks all over the place, side notes that I've written in. It took me years to get through that book because I contemplated every sentence. I investigated every sentence. And that's what I encourage you to do. Whether it's the book I Am That or this simple guidance that I'm pointing to you right now. I'm speaking about what Nisigadatta Maharaj is pointing to, and I'm speaking about it very directly. It's that light. It's that light that animates consciousness, that illuminates all of this. When you look at a movie, and this, this analogy has been made many times, the movie, the projector, the screen, but it hasn't quite been pointed to directly as what I'm about to say right now. And it's that, yes, the screen and the light pervades the movie, as with all of this reality. But just look at the light. That light, whether it's coming from a projector or from some sort of light source behind the pixels in the movie screen itself, your home movie or your home uh, television, there's a light there, right? 
And without that light, not only does the movie not exist, there's no animation or motion. There's literally just nothing. But unlike a movie, that light within you is eternal. It doesn't shut off. It's the one thing that's always in existence. It's the one thing that both pervades existence and is entirely outside of existence. If what we are describing by existence is this physical three-dimensional reality, it's completely pervading and at the same time completely unentangled. It's just the illuminosity of it. That light that illuminates the motion picture is what I'm pointing to. That's what I'll always bring you to. Because the more you come back to this eternal substance, just recognize the light of your own vision right now. The light, there's an electricity that's animating your hearing of this, your seeing of this. If you're watching this on your computer or your cell phone, Look at the light behind the screen. Could any of the movie or any of this be happening without that light? No, your device would be shut off. When the device is shut off and there's no more light, that which is animated no longer exists. It's completely dependent upon the light, both in your device and in your life. But in your life, when the device shuts off, the light still is. What I'm saying is, when your body dies, this light still is. To know this frees you from the fear of death. To become familiar with this light before you die completely changes how you live, how you engage with reality. You realize the light that animates this rock and that mountain and these bushes, these plants. We all look different. Everything looks different. And it always will look different. That's the beauty and majesty of simply this. The luminosity is the same. That which illumines this brittle bush plant, this encilia, with all its yellow flowers, is the same light that animates the vision with which you're looking at them. The source is singular. The substance is eternal. Just keep coming back to the recognition of the light by which you see, by which you hear, by which you sense. There's a light and electricity that's all pervasive. This reality is plugged in to something, otherwise it wouldn't exist. And that something is the eternal light of existence itself, of beingness itself. I've called it aliveness. Some people call it isness, because it's just this. It's the illuminosity of this. It's the animation of this. Return here until 
that light, that source of light outshines its apparent divisions. And then you'll be forever changed. Forever changed in a way that's changeless. You'll realize that nothing actually changed. You'll just realize the source of it and thereby no longer be subdivided. No longer be pulled by identity and divisions and concepts. Except by your willing engagement. And that's how life is for me now. And this is available for everybody. This is not mine. The light which animates that which is speaking to you right now is the same light that you're hearing this. It's singular. The wind blowing through here right now is an animation of that light. That wind is not separate from me, not separate from that light, that light of gnosis, that light of awareness, that light of consciousness, that single substance, that eternal being. That's the self. If you want to say that there's a self, my love.